This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to The Weekly. Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly by Retail Insider. I'm Lee Rivett, and I'm joined with the owner and publisher of Retail Insider Media, Craig Patterson, to discuss this week's most read articles on retail-insider.com. So thanks for joining me, Craig. Hello, everyone. And now just a quick word from our sponsor, Salesforce. Turn today's shopping trends into tomorrow's retail success. Visit the link in our show notes to see the global insights from Salesforce to boost your bottom line. Now, back to our podcast. All right. Now, Craig, for this week's podcast, you headed to CF Sherway Gardens, which is, of course, braving the elements because I think there was a snowstorm happening when you went all the way out there. But it's on the west side of Toronto in Etobicoke, which is right on the border with Mississauga. And it's a lovely shopping center with some wealthy households that are surrounding it in that suburban area. Now, I think the reason why you went out there is because our writer, Mario Tonaguzzi, wrote an article on Retail Insider, which brought you to the area in the snowstorm too, right? I did a talk actually for Cadillac Fairview there. We talked about the retail industry, but Sherway Gardens, or CF Sherway Gardens, to put this correctly, has actually seen some all-time high sales per square foot. Oh, and absolutely, Craig. And Cadillac Fairview should be really proud of this shopping center. As of December 2023, the sales per square foot that you're mentioning was $1,344 per square foot with 186 stores. Now, just for comparison, CF Toronto Eaton Centre, which is in downtown Toronto in the middle of a main transit hub, had only $1,456 per square foot in sales with 255 stores, with twice the retail square footage of space in Sherway Gardens. Again, that's nothing to sneeze at for either one, but when you take a look at the suburban Sherway Gardens, it's doing quite well, figures-wise, of course. That's pretty darn good. It would be certainly one of the top 25 shopping centers in Canada in terms of that productivity number. Good on CF Sherway Gardens for establishing itself as, again, being one of the top shopping centers in the country with some really high productivity numbers. And I saw all kinds of new retailers that are going to be opening there. Well, I'm excited to hear about it because I'm so excited for this mall. And just to recap, the almost 1.2 million square feet of retail spaces anchored by Hudson Bay, Saks Fifth Avenue, Harry Rosen, Indigo, and a number of other retailers, including some luxury ones. So, Craig, let's get into it. How's the mall? So walking through the shopping center, now it was a good time to walk through the shopping center because it was a blizzard outside, one of the few blizzards we've had in Toronto recently. But so yeah, I saw some interesting retailers. There's a coffee place actually out of uh, Japan called Aribica Coffee. It's got an ampersand or yeah, percentage sign in front of it, I should say. It's going to be opening there, which is quite big. We saw Joe Malone, which is the beauty and fragrance retailer. It's going to be taking a space that was actually occupied by De Beers, the diamonds retailer for a while. De Beers also has closed its store in Vancouver, but Shuri was quite a while ago before. Uh, some other new retailers coming in, like Arcteryx, which is definitely in an expansion mode. Arcteryx, the, it's owned by Amherst Sports out of Finland, but it's Vancouver-based or Vancouver-founded. Seems to be either opening a lot of new stores or replacement stores. So clearly there's a lot of money that's being um, put into this company for its retail expansion right now. We're seeing new store locations. A new one recently opened at Yorkdale in Toronto. We've seen there's a new one opening in Vancouver on Robson Street, replacing a current location. But at the Sea of Sherway Gardens, they're getting a new location uh, along with another brand which is expanding ray-ban ah yes the optical retailer based out of milan and 88 years old known for sunglasses and they're quite snazzy yes it's recently opened a location at west edmonton mall and is continuing to expand across the country so ray-ban is going to be opening a store at sea of sherway gardens and this spring along with aloe yoga yet another uh, direct-to-consumer brand which uh based out of the United States, has been expanding like crazy. Saw the construction hoarding for that. Uh, Aloe Yoga, again, I've reported on that myself. I've done some uh, writing about the 
brand. And uh, Miele is opening a showroom, uh, which might be a second in Canada for the brand. Oh, no, no. Um, Miele has five experience centers across Canada, one in Vancouver in Yaletown, a couple of blocks from where I live right now, but also one in Calgary in the Beltline neighborhood just south of the downtown near the Calgary Tower. And Montreal has one near the airport. And then the ones you're thinking about in Ontario, I think. Yeah, there's one at Yorkdale in Toronto, which is quite lovely. I attended the opening and wrote about it. So it appears that these Melee showrooms are continuing to expand in Canada. Now, I know that you mentioned that De Beers left Sherway Gardens. And not to insult Sherway Gardens at all, because it has a Burks and a Tiffany's and other luxury retailers. But when I look at downtown Vancouver, the De Beers was located across the street from the Van Cleef and Arperel's like standalone store, right? And that's located in the downtown urban area as opposed to a suburban mall. I would have assumed that they would have landed more in the Yorkville shopping area, similar to downtown Vancouver or in Yorkdale that has a, a lot more established luxury there as well. That's a good question, actually. And De Beers did close. See, I, I don't know all the details around De Beers having opened at CF Sherway Gardens, but my understanding was that there was a push from some of these landlords to try to get luxury retailers into their shopping centers. And De Beers is a luxury brand. It's price point, it's characteristics, the way the retail, the showrooms are, are set up. It's, it's a luxury brand. But so I think there was a movement uh, years ago because the store probably opened in February 2016 and Sherway Gardens as a Tiffany and Company as, as a jewelry store. I think having those types of retailers, De Beers would have was seen an opportunity to uh, to move in. Also, there may have been a very reasonable rent, if, if any at all, for, for De Beers in this particular location. But what I do think has happened now is we have seen um, a polarization of luxury brands uh, within the Toronto market, which has primarily gone um, to two nodes. The one node being downtown uh, with Bloor Yorkville being a, a downtown type of a neighborhood which is a high density residential area with outdoor street front stores and the Yorkdale shopping center which is up by the 401 and Allen Expressway uh, that shopping center has a huge number of luxury stores probably 40 or, or more I'd have to have to do a count at this point there's been so many that have opened and uh, Yorkdale is the number one clustering of luxury brands in Canada currently and will continue to be at least for a while Gotcha. And when I take a look at the Sherway Garden map on their website and filtering by jewelry, I see Burke's, Chopard, European Boutique. I also see Mont Blanc, Omega, Tiffany. So there's a number of luxury um, retailers that are in that mall. Um, is De Beers just the first casualty or do you think this is a good, well-positioned mall that has a number of retail luxury stores there? Most of the luxury brands that you've named are part of some other jewelers. Loro Jewelers has shop and store components for a few brands like Chapard, I think Breitling, IWC, and a few others. If you see the shops for Mont Blanc, Diamonds Direct, and I'm trying to remember the other ones, but that would be European Boutique, which is another multi-brand retailer in the mall, beautiful store. But these are yeah, multi-brand retailers that have shops for these particular jewelry brands. They're, I'm sure they're sticking around. I'm not aware of anything else that's going to be leaving anytime soon. Gotcha. Interesting. And what's the demographics like around CF Sherway Gardens? And the reason why I ask is when you take a look at downtown Vancouver, yes, it has the ultra luxury retailers. And if there's going to be a secondary luxury node, I could see it popping up at some place like Oak Ridge Park, which is halfway between the airport and downtown. 
the demographics around it has mansions. So I could see that supporting a luxury node there, as well as being well connected from travelers going to and from the airport on the SkyTrain or even just on the road system that's going through. And when I take a look at other suburban malls, like let's say Metrotown, Park Royal, or the amazing Brentwood, there's more community focus. There's more food, beverage, the rec room, uh, Cineplex, Sephora, which is more of a center for day-to-day shopping needs. And there might be some luxury that pops up there, but it would likely more gravitate towards the downtown or a well-heeled neighborhood like Oak Ridge. So back to CF Sherway Gardens, I'm not familiar with that neighborhood since I'm from British Columbia. How's the demographics and how's it supporting the retail in the mall? No, the demographics around CF Sherway Gardens are quite strong. There's in the immediate area, there's all kinds of businesses. But when you look at some of the residential areas that are around it, especially when you just go over the, the, the little river to Mississauga or various parts of Etobicoke, you do have some very wealthy neighborhoods in there. Some of the houses on the Mississauga side might be over 20 million, which seems like a lot of money for Mississauga, mm. but it happens. And then Etobicoke does have some beautiful residential areas with some really substantial homes. There is wealth west of downtown Toronto. That's definitely the case. We could see that wealth supporting some luxury stores in these types of malls. But again, the strength of Yorkdale and the Bloor Yorkville nodes have been substantial. And really the brokers that would represent luxury brands are probably going to be looking at keeping those luxury brands to those two primary nodes in the Toronto market, just because I don't think it makes sense to have five or six luxury nodes in a region. The the greater Toronto area has over six or seven million people, but still, I don't know if the demand would be there for Mm. a whole bunch of luxury brand nodes. It already was tried downtown at CF Toronto Eaton Centre with with Nordstrom and Saks Fifth Avenue being down there, as well as some of the other stores at CF Toronto Eaton Centre. And really, Saks Fifth Avenue, for the most part, I don't want to call it a failure, but it certainly hasn't been a a big success. We've seen a lot of the brands exit the store. And then we saw Nordstrom, of course, exit Canada altogether. That, That wasn't the fault necessarily of downtown Toronto. But before that Nordstrom store closed, we did see quite a few of the luxury brands pull out of it. So I don't think that part of downtown Toronto is as conducive to luxury brands, except for the room, which is at Hudson's Bay and We'll be doing a revamp under Nicholas Mellonfee, who helped revive it the first time around 2008, 2009. He's come back and he's going to be doing that. So there will be some high end, certainly at Hudson's Bay. But nevertheless, it's still a lot tougher to sell a luxury good, I think, down around the the Queen and Young intersection than it would be, say, around Young and Bloor. And just to bring it back to CF Sherway Gardens, it just had a milestone birthday, did it not? CF Sherway Gardens, it had its 50-year birthday a few years ago. I thought it was actually this year I got it wrong, but it's, ah. it was, the mall opened in 1971 and had uh, a couple of anchors. It had uh, Eaton's and uh, Simpson's. So uh, apparently Eaton's, being an influential department store, actually had uh, the developer flip the mall on the side so that Eaton's would have a tremendous visibility from both Highway 427 and the Queensway. So and when I was looking at the CF Sherwood Gardens map, there's a big empty box at the bottom of the main level. Is that where the old location was for Eaton's or is it somewhere else in the mall? The Eaton's box, which was developed for that store, is currently occupied by a Saks Fifth Avenue store. Um, it has a leased area of about 100 and almost 150,000 square feet. I think oh. it's 143 or so. A lot of that's not used, by the way. But um, And then there's a sport check store in there as well. But uh, yeah. Anyways, the, the interesting history around CF Sherway Gardens, across from the Hudson's Bay store, which had been Simpsons, another department store, upscale store, across from the current Hudson Bay store, I remember, was a Polo Ralph Lauren store. I think it shut in the 90s, but that was, or maybe even the early 2000s, but that had been there for a while. So the mall certainly does have a history around some interesting stuff there. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the future as well with CF Sherway Gardens.
Now, just thinking about it, the empty box I saw at the bottom of the CF Sherwood Gardens map must have been where the old Nordstrom used to be. How is that wing now that there's no Nordstrom anchoring people to go through to it? I was having a look down the Nordstrom wing, and uh, there were still people shopping there. Uh, obviously, the Nordstrom store is gone. It's, it's a beautiful wing. They, they kept the uh, ceiling, which is this, it's this tarp that has been elevated like sails. If you look at Canada Place in Vancouver, and you've got those sails that are in the, the fabric tarp, that used to be a food court at CF Sherry Gardens, but they, they've maintained that ceiling, and they created the, the hallway for the Nordstrom store, which is where um, I think Sporting Life had been there before. They tore that building down and built it for Nordstrom, and before that, I think it was Breton's department store we're going way back now but again you've got a beautiful like zara store there nike matt and nat which still has some stores i know the company had gone into bankruptcy protection but it was came out of it obviously and i love the brand but a beautiful wing so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that nordstrom space it's about 140,000 square feet and there's an opportunity to do something there whether or not it's a single tenant or uh, the landlord breaks up the space and for multiple retailers or, or whatever other concepts they might look at for that for that box and what about the other retail anchors in the mall? So the the old Eaton's box, right now there is a Saxeth Avenue store in there. And, and I have to tell you, I walked through that Saxeth Avenue store and anyone walking through there has to be asking some questions right now. Is it staying open? Because I was in there a while, quite a while ago, months and months ago. I don't get into CF Sherwood Gardens as much as I should, but my visit there was it was it was shocking. All of the boutiques that had been on the main floor of the store for handbags, every single one of them is gone and has actually been closed over. So they've actually downsized the store. They used to have shops for Ferragamo. There was a beautiful Dolce Gabbana handbag shop. There are very few handbag brands left, and all of those shops that had been there, like I said, are covered over. So th there's just walls. I did ask a question of a sales associate. I just said, what's happening here? And she said something to the effect of, they're just trying to make, this, make the place look more modern. And I think that was an excuse for their shutting it down. Like it's... You go upstairs and uh, they've moved more walls in. It's like they've shrunk the store more. Um, they used to have a women's designer department in there that had various brands like Chloe and Max Mara. Everything is, is, is gone in terms of there's none of that. Um, no substantial menswear designers outside of some contemporary brands. So it really is a, a shadow of its former self. And, and I think that's unfortunate. Um, but that's, uh, I think, the three Saxeth Avenue stores in Canada. We're talking about the actual full-priced luxury stores, not the off-price, off-fifth, which is a different division of the Hudson Bay Company. But these Saks stores in Canada, the downtown one in downtown Toronto, is it's okay, but it lost its stores too. But CF Sherry Gardens shocked me. It was it was downsized. It's got few brands, handbag brands on the main floor. I think I saw some Chloe and. Mark Jacobs and APC and, and Acne uh, Studios, I think, was in there. It, they, they weren't even big brands. You, you, if you go to Holt Renfrew, you're going to see Prada and Gucci. And Holt Renfrew is a very different experience. And also the Sport Check store next to Saxeth Avenue, I believe, is closing or relocating nearby because we actually did an article on it, but mm -hmm. we didn't talk about specifically that it was replacing the CF Sherry Gardens location. It's something that I think could be at play there, but I don't know what. I don't have insider information. I just know what I'm seeing, and it's uh, a situation where I'm not sure how much longer Saks will be there. I don't know who, no one was in there shopping when I was in there. There was, there were employees, but that was about it. But one thing I can say is I love Italy at CF Sherry Gardens. Oh my gosh, Italy, love it. We don't have one here in Vancouver, so I'm so jealous. Tell me all about it. I didn't even know there was one outside of where you live on Yorkville. So tell me about this. I know, and we're getting a third one at Don Mills. I'm not even kidding. 
the freaking third one in Toronto. I can't believe I it. The most in the world or something. <laughs> I know. No, I got to visit the new Italy for the at CF Sherwood Gardens for the first time. I actually really liked it. I live close to the Italy in downtown Toronto. It's on Bloor Street in the Bloor Yorkville area, and I really enjoyed the one at CF Sherwood Gardens. The entrance is right by Saks Fifth Avenue. And you walk in and you've got the ice cream and the sweets. I guess it's ice cream and gelato. And there were families in there getting things for their kids. And it was a family-friendly area. You go in and they had a restaurant area. I grabbed a piece of, it was either pizza or flatbread. It's one of the two. Apparently not a great foodie, but it was delicious. And I I enjoyed that. And I walked around the store a little bit and the people were smiling. And it it seemed like a great positive environment. It was quite busy, a lot busier than some other stores like Saxeth Avenue that are close by. The interior does look a little bit like the one uh, in downtown Toronto, but it is also a bit of a different experience. It's a suburban location. There aren't quite as many windows, but and the layout is different, but it's perfectly lovely. I, I really enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to the eatery that's going to be opening at the uh, CF shops at Don Mills as well. At some point, I think it's this year in 2024. Mm-hmm. We, shall see. we shall see. As far as I can recall, Sherway Gardens doesn't have any subway connecting to it. Is there any redevelopments or plans that direction that is happening for that mall? There could be a subway connection at some point in the future. I'm not sure. I don't honestly know, but I've heard some, actually, I think it was Jason Paris commented in our article saying that there was a proposal for a line extension. But I had spoken to someone at Cadillac Fairview years ago that said it may not always be the, the worst thing that they're not getting transit riders in there. There's a certain demographic they're seeking at CF Sherwood Gardens as a customer. What about the mall itself? Is there any redevelopment plans for that? Because I know there's been a number in the past, but what about the future? Yeah, so as with many or maybe even most shopping centers in the greater Toronto area at this point, or at least there is plans for future intensification on the site of CF Sherwood Gardens. Cadillac Fairview is, is, is looking at putting residential towers around the site and eventually there could be a repurposing a part of the retail as well within the center. But I, I think Toronto is probably, Toronto and Vancouver are probably the world leaders right now of shopping center redevelopment. The cities where we're seeing our typical low density shopping center one or two floors of retail with parking around it being developed with residential towers and other uses as well so it is quite exciting and this mall at this point it's newsworthy if a mall doesn't have an application to intensify it in the toronto area i think because i think most of the landlords have gotten on the bandwagon at least at examining doing this and coming up with proposals even yorkdale being the top shopping center in canada for sales per square foot has a proposal to significantly upgrade the property with intensification with residential offices and other uses so it's pretty fascinating to see and we'll see what happens with the future of cf sherway gardens So how much competition is going on between Square One versus Sherway Gardens? So Square One is over in Mississauga. It doesn't have a CF in front of it, so it's not a Cadillac Fairview property. Square One is owned by Oxford Properties, another great landlord, which also owns Yorkdale. (laughs) Now, those two malls, they're on the west side, basically. We're talking GTA. They're both big malls. Square One's over in Mississauga and that side of the border and Sherwood, CF Sherway Gardens is in the Toronto side of the border and they're a few kilometers apart and they, they do compete against each other. Uh, square One over in Mississauga has Holt Renfrew but 140,000 square feet. Now Holt Renfrew actually had been in CF Sherway Gardens until 2017 when it relocated over to Square One. So in other words Square One ended up with Holt Renfrew, the stronger retailer. CF Sherwood Gardens ended up with Saks Fifth Avenue, the by far less strong retailer. That happened, but it was not planned that Saks would not have been a good retailer compared to Holtz. Holt Renfrew managed to keep its brands. That is a huge point of difference. And also, Square One in Mississauga got La Maison Simons, 
which is the only one in the Greater Toronto Area currently. That'll change, but um, currently there's just one in the Greater Toronto Area at Square One. So it is a compelling shopping experience. But I've talked to salespeople at Square One who've told me that they don't really see the luxury consumer so much in Mississauga in terms of the whole Renfrew store there and even the designer selection at La Maison Simons. They don't do as well as they should perhaps. And that, that shopper is probably maybe would go to Sherry Gardens. So <laughs> I don't know, maybe Holt Renfrew would look to move back, but I don't know if that's even possible. The lease, I'm sure, is, is extensive at Square One, and uh, there's other great retailers in there as well. Ferragamo moved in, and uh, uh, as I'd mentioned before, is a luxury retailer. And uh, there's plenty of, of, of mid-priced and exciting national and international brands at Square One. Apple Store is moving uh, into a bigger space. There's lots of good stuff happening there. So they're both terrific malls, and I think they'll continue to compete with each other Square One being a bit of a flashier mall with high ceilings, it's busier and it might feel slightly more mid-range, but still has that luxury component to it. And then the CF Sherry Gardens has a bit lower ceilings, it's a little bit darker inside, but has a bit of a quieter feel, but still feels quite upscale. It has a really great selection of stores. So anyone living out in that part of the region has a couple of really great options for shopping if they're looking for an enclosed shopping center. Well, that sounds like an amazing time over at CF Sherway Gardens. And again, thanks for going through this with me. I know that you were just visiting, but wanted to do a podcast. Congratulations, Calic Fairview, uh, and best of luck for the redevelopment in the future for the property. And thanks for joining me, Craig. Talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Take care and bye for now.